So another Fitzbo Friday. Um, so fun to be back, you guys. Um, and it's just like I've just so, got so many ideas. I cannot wait to continue on with my series on macronutrients. If you remember last time, we talked about um, fat. And I said that the macronutrients are like the starting lineup of a basketball team. So we're going through them, starting with the big three, um, keeping in with my, my, uh, uh, analogy to basketball. So last week was fat. Looks like the Shaquille O'Neal of the big three, right? When he is benched. Um, so is our defense for things like cardiovascular disease, inflammation, obesity, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but on that note too, before I move forward onto protein, I like to call protein, the Michael Jordan of the macros of the big three. Um, you remember last week that I, that I shared the statistics on obesity in the United States, um, that, 32% of the population is overweight, 42% is considered obese, and then nine to 10% is considered extreme obese or morbid, morbidly obese. Um, and they're pretty alarming, but I feel like I'd be remiss if I didn't talk, kind of, kind of talk about the, the shame that, that shrouds those words. They're, they're horrible words. Um, and you, may, you guys may know, some of you may know my story, with my father and my whole family on my dad's side was um, obese and morbidly obese um, and lots of death because of that. And my poor dad, I put him on everything from Nutrisystem to Isogenics to Weight Watchers. I had him join gyms. I worked out with him. Um, he did all the things, Nutrisystem. Um, and of course, all that yo-yo and crash dieting is really unhealthy and it was really unhealthy for him. Um, and it wasn't until a health scare that he got really serious about his weight. Um, he was 57 years old and we almost lost him. And over the next six month period, he lost about 80 pounds, um, eating healthy, stopped drinking, which is a big deal for a Montana rancher, um, and started exercising just on a treadmill. Um, unfortunately it was just too late for him to turn it around. He'd done all of this damage already. Um, he died in a four-wheeling accident. We're not sure if he really did have a heart attack, but I feel in my heart that he did. Um, and what I wish I would have educated him on more is his relationship with food um, and his mindset and that there are no bad foods. There are no bad people. There is no, that's off limit. You are not a bad person. Um, if you identify in any one of these categories, what you are is someone who's equipped with knowledge and power to take the changes. And so whether you feel like you might be in the overweight category or the obese or the extreme obese, that is that is like linear to the amount of change that our impact you can have impact on one small change in your nutrition, whether it's your macronutrient intake um, ratios, whether it's drinking water, more water, whether it's doing three minutes of body weight work exercise a day. So I just want to reframe those words because I just feel like there's so much shame that shrouds it. And so I'd like to say, you know, these three categories can be reframed in class as to the level of impact this one small change could have on your health and vitality. Um, so if you feel like you're overweight, one small change will have a big impact. If you fall, find yourself falling into the, um, what's considered obese, um, Think about yourself as like an obscene impact, a outrageous impact, and then extreme. 
um, obesity, you'll have an extreme impact with just one small change. And so you're equipped with that knowledge and you can take control and you're hundred percent in control. So with that said, I want to get forward or go on to uh, protein and Michael Jordan. So Michael Jordan is not just a guy who can put a basketball into a grand circle. Um, protein is not just a macro that builds muscles. Um, Michael's really great at golf and baseball and all the things. So um, like Michael Jordan of, uh, of the macronutrients, protein can also help you manage your blood glucose levels your blood sugar, um, burn body fat. No macronutrient has been proven to, uh, to help people lose more body fat than uh, protein. Helps regulate your appetite. All calories are not equal. Calories in, calories out, that's not, that's just such an old um, archaic way to look at it because if you look at the three macros, um, protein, if you take, a, take in about 100 calories of protein, it takes your body 20 to 30% of those calories just to digest it and get those nutrients. So you're really only consuming 70 to 80 calories, whereas carbohydrates, it's about 10% and fats, it's anywhere from zero to 3%. So it's actually a, a, uh, the king as far as um, the, the thermic, thermic effect of food, um, which is something I'll probably go into another time. Um, and contrary to what a lot of people think is that the majority of Americans aren't eating enough protein. Um, and certainly when the RDA recommendations drove um, carbohydrate consumption up, not only did the quantity of protein consumption go down, but also the quality. So we're gonna talk about that too. I um, mean, then as we age, um, I mean, I found a gray hair in my eyebrows this morning, by the way, talking about as we age, a gray eyebrow hair. Random side, but um, our, our protein requirements become even more critical to help with bone mass, bone density. Um, when when I've coached women that were um, perimenopausal, postmenopausal, and they're carrying around, they can't lose their bellies. I always recommend them to increase their protein intake. Um, and so, how much protein? You guys probably want me to tell you how much do you need? Well. I can tell you it depends. It's we're all we're all different. Um, Bioindividuality, you know, it depends on um, where you, what stage in your life you are, and then also what your health goals are. So, the RDA recommendations is about 0.4 grams per pound of body weight, but that is the minimum needed to um, prevent just degenerative illnesses. So that is definitely too low, and the. International Society of Sports Nutrition recommends about one gram per pound of body weight for athletes. So two extremes, most of us are about somewhere in the middle. Um, your individual protein needs will depend on a variety of factors like your age, your gender, um, men require more than women, your ethnicity, activity levels, etc. cetera. Um, and so I'm gonna talk to you about a test or a study that I, that I found um, where Two groups of people um, were broken. There were two, two control groups. One was given the ad adequate protein, so their ratios were 10%. The other group was given a higher protein diet, not a high protein diet, a higher protein diet. Um, and the, the results were the people with the higher protein diet, 30% was their ratio. Um, they had a higher resting metabolic rate. That means when you're just sitting in your chair, you, you're 
burning more calories, um, higher levels of fat oxidation, meaning they are utilizing burning their fat for fuel more efficiently, um, higher levels of satiety makes you, I mean, it takes a lot of energy to, to uh, digest all that protein. Um, and they felt more full, more content. And so you're probably going, huh, they burned more fat and they were more satisfied. Amazing. Um, I don't know if I can share a photo. Maybe I'll post a photo of, I, I, <clears throat> for example, I went back and looked at some shows that I trained for. One show I did like six hours roughly of cardio a week, like an hour, 45 minutes to an hour every day. Um, and I lifted an hour a week. That coach had me um, consuming 1,450 calories, 51% protein, 18% fat, and 31% carbs. Um, I looked like hell. I felt like hell. Um, I was hungry. I was grumpy. I was tired. Um, fast forward to this last coach, Adam, who you guys got to meet. Um, the first show, he had me at about 1,800 calories, and I was having about 33% protein. Felt amazing. No um, peak week crazy thing where they have you like cut your fats, cut your carbs, cut your it basically you eat air. Um, nothing. Um, and then he had conditioned me and had my body um, responding really well. So by the next show, two months later, I was up to almost 2,500 calories, and he bumped my protein down a little bit. Um, 27%. My fat stayed around 60%, if you can believe it. And it was the most joyful time of my life as far as training for one of those shows. Oh, and I only did about um, two to three days of cardio a week. That was like 12 to 15 minutes of high intensity. So um, I'll post that photo and you'll, you can see, I mean, they're, you're training really hard. So you're still, um, you know, in great shape, but your body is, my body was responding so differently to the different levels of protein and don't even get me started on the digesting too much protein. Um, so I want to talk about quality and timing. Um, so now, you know, kind of maybe a benchmark where you guys can start on your protein ratios. So quality, remember when I said last week, you aren't just what you eat, but you're also what you eat, ate, um, little known fact, um, that I found also in my research of the antibiotics sold in the United States, 80% are for food producing animals. That's your cows. That's your pigs. That's all the things. Um, and all those antibiotics, we all know what they do to our, um, immune system and the bacteria in our guts. Um, they're given artificial growth hormones. Um, if you don't have grass fed, uh, meat, um, they're given candy wrappers and all cows are given candy wrappers and all. I mean, you don't have to be a rocket science. Um, and then the grass fed beef also has two times more, um, conjugated linoic, lino, linoic acid. I knew I should just seal it. Um, it's a fatty acid that helps you to reduce overall body fat. Um, so make sure you're getting your quality, 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 uh, protein. And then for your vegans and vegetarians, always got to, you know, we got to watch out for, or, you know, shout out to Carrie. Um, there's a lot of great high quality protein sources there as well. Beans, peas, lentils. Um, remember they are carb dominant. So if you're looking at, you're watching your ratios, they do have a lot, they have more carbohydrates than protein, but they are great qualities of, of the protein. You want to make sure that you cook them properly to um, minimize the lectins, which is 
plant defense mechanisms. It's plant, it's poisons in plants that do wreak havoc on our um, digestive system. Um, nuts and seeds, legumes, I mean, peanut butter, it's like a whole mood, right? Um, almonds, cashews, walnuts. Did you guys know that walnuts have more antioxidants than blueberries? No um, shocker that they look like a brain, right? They're great for your brain. Um, nature has this way of just giving us these really obvious clues. Um, hemp seeds. Hemp seeds is one of the very few complete proteins found in a single plant. And a complete protein means that it contains all of the nine essential amino acids that our body can't make on its own. So we have to get it from our diet. So hemp seeds are great to throw into um, yogurt or smoothies or whatever. Chia seeds, um, great for your immunity too. Um, spirulina, it's this algae, plant algae. It is actually the most dense um, source of protein in plants. 70% of it by weight is, is protein and all kinds of other um, great benefits and, and micronutrients found in that and chlorella, um, you know, weeds from the sea, they're good for you. So eat them up. Um, and then grains like amaranth, quinoa, there's a lot of protein powders, make sure you're reading the label. So there's not a bunch of fillers, um, and kind of just crap in them. Um, so that's quality. And now I've got a couple of things to tell you guys about timing, um, of your protein intake. So depending on your goals, if you're wanting to lose fat or build muscle, um, it's going to vary on how you want to consume your protein, but I'm going to um, tell you about two studies, um, that were done. Well, actually, I guess just really one study. Well, maybe two, um, one's really sciencey. So I'm not going into too many details, but one was a group of, um, um, healthy, but overweight individuals, adults, 20 to 45 years old, 25 to 45 years old. Um, and they put them on, they did put them on a reduced calorie diet, but it was controlled. So they were eating the same, uh, macronutrient ratios group a, the only thing they did different was have eggs for breakfast. The, the ED, the egg diet group B had a bagel for breakfast, BD, the bagel diet. So the ED group and the BD group went on for six weeks and eat the same calories, the same protein carb fat ratios. At the end of that six week study, the egg diet group lost 65% more weight in six weeks. Um, their waist circumference decreased by 34% and they had a six, 15% greater reduction in overall. Um, okay. They lost 65% more body fat and then 16% higher, uh, increased reduction in overall body weight. So if you start your morning with protein. Um, you're, you're more satiated. You stick to your diet, your new lifestyle that you're creating. Um, and it, you get just a lot more bang for your buck as far as, um, weight loss goes. Conversely, if you are looking to build muscle, it's important to have protein pre-workout and post-workout, but how you time that and how you, and what kind of protein um, is different. So um, you probably heard about BCAAs, branched chain amino acids. Um, those are really important pre-workout. Not only do they feed your muscles intra-workout, but they are also um, help you have more energy, quicker recovery time during your workout. And then post-workout, has anyone heard about um, chocolate milk being the, the greatest post-workout uh, meal or drink? Um, that is because the, of the leucine content, 
um, combined in the protein of milk combined with um, the, the, the fast acting carb source of the chocolate um, and the chocolate milk because um, leucine helps to promote protein synthesis, muscle growth, and but it needs insulin present for it to be um, if the, uh, to maximize its efficacy. So if you have protein powder, super protein powder with uh, milk or a chocolate milk or something like that, after workout, you will have quicker recovery time, um, uh, increased lean body mass, increase in your muscle hypertrophy, increase in your strength, recovery, all the things. So that is the Michael Jordan of the macronutrients. I hope you guys found that, um, useful and please reach out if you have any questions.